This episode of the Sportsman's Empire is brought to you by Interstate Batteries. Since 1952, Interstate Batteries has been evoking compassion and a trustworthy spirit into the surrounding communities. Interstate Batteries is a mission-driven company fueled by purpose and guided by their values. If you need help locating a specific battery, stop into your local Interstate Batteries retail store and speak with a battery specialist. They even offer cell phone repairs. Interstate Batteries, outrageously dependable. Welcome, everyone. My name is Jacob. This is Hunt Detail. Thank you for joining me. And this is a great time of year to look at new hunting gear for a couple of reasons. Companies are bringing new hunting gear out, and uh, it's sort of a dead period between the fall seasons and the spring seasons. And it's also when we want to become more efficient, more effective, quieter, stay longer, go farther, that sort of thing, really tweak our gear. And I was at the ATA show a couple weeks ago. I, in fact, recorded a series of three videos that are on the Hunt Detail YouTube channel. If you're a hunt gear nerd like I am, go check those out because I look at somewhere close to 15 different companies with new products that are coming out or are out. And um, it's uh, really enjoyed that show, really great people. And then you had just we just wrapped up the Western Hunt Expo, which took place, I think, in Salt Lake City. And then you had the Great American Hunt Show out in Harrisburg, PA, and you have companies there that are trying to bring new things to the market that really drive interest and obviously drive sales. So uh, lots of new things coming out, things, there's things that I haven't, that I'm not even going to be able to cover on this video, but some things that sort of captured my eyeball um, that have recently or started to hit the market or are going to be hitting the market soon. And I want to talk, I want to dive into those. But before I do, I want to talk about something. Whether you realize it or not, you're getting punched in the mouth by a bully. We all are as hunters. It's and, and, and there's a couple different ways you can respond to a bully. I mean, you can just put your head in the sand. You can cover your ears and eyes and hope that bully goes away and moves on to something else. Or you can actually stand up and punch back. Now, um, I'm the type of person I would prefer to punch back. And if you've looked across the, 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 the country, there are numerous attacks on hunters from anti-hunters. The Humane Society International is one of them. Wildlife for All is another organization. These, these organizations have really deep pockets. They're as passionate, if not more passionate, about anti-hunting than you are about hunting. And so I just want to encourage you to become part of Sportsman's Alliance uh, or HAL. These are two organizations that really try to unify the voice. I, I'm part of Sportsman's Alliance. This is the magazine, if you're watching on the YouTube. And, I mean, this is the numbers. Um, this is an unrelenting attack on trapping. 12 states, which trap bans. Become a member of these groups and, and use your, our voices collectively against anti-hunters. If you look at organizations like the NRA, the NRA is very powerful because it has a singular voice. It doesn't really, in my opinion, budge on our Second Amendment right. And, and if you look at hunters, we're very fragmented. It's like, well, that's trapping, or that's crossbow, or that's tradbow, or that's rifle hunting, or that's 
in Washington State or that's in New Jersey or this is in Colorado and those aren't the states that I hunt so why should I care and the point is is that you should care because it's death by a million paper cuts it's it's um, they're taking away things little by little to ultimately put pressure on state wildlife agencies that in in you know, introduction of wolves. What do you think that was about? Well, if I if we introduce wolves into Colorado, which they did this year, the, it's going to impact the ungulate population. Well, how? What does that mean? Then tags are going to be reduced because there's less of a particular resource. There's less elk. There's less mule deer. There's less whitetail, and so this attack on hunting comes in various different different forms, but it's all the same. And so right now in Colorado. There's a bill that will, I guess will, you know, there's some political movement on banning mountain lion hunting and bobcat hunting. And then they threw in the anti-hunters, threw in lynx as, as a, a game, which they're not. I don't believe there's a hunting season for lynx. And they used the term trophy hunting in that language to stoke emotions. And so... Do I mountain lion hunt in Colorado or bobcat hunt? No, I don't. Of course not. But this is uh, was engineered, I believe, by the Humane Society International. And again, it is attack on you and me. Even if you live, hunt and live in Florida, hunt and live in Pennsylvania or Michigan or Ohio, wherever you are, it's, it's an attack on you. And you should take it as such. So... Um, there is a organization called Coloradans for Responsible Wildlife Management, and I'll just show that you know the, the, this is for those watching. This is uh, the website, and they are trying to create a collective voice against this political uh, movement to ban mountain lion hunting. And think about how it would be if so. The the, the initiative on wolves that lost or that allowed wolves to be reintroduced um, lost on the ballot box by I think less than one percent how amazing would it be if we as hunters punched back and this did not pass and it would really force the anti-hunter hunting movement to reevaluate a little bit and it would be a win for um, us as hunters so go to Colorado's for responsible wildlife management. Donate five bucks. Donate twenty bucks. I gave twenty bucks. And if you're familiar with GoHunt.com, if you become an insider with GoHunt and type in the promo code CRFM in uh, your checkout, GoHunt, which I think is hundred and fifty bucks, it's a great membership. You get a lot of resources, but. They'll donate 200 bucks to CRFM, to Coloradans for Responsible Wildlife Management. So you, there you go. You really don't even have to um, give money in that way. You can just become a member of Go Hunt, and they will give money for you. So that's my soapbox. Um, please uh, do something because um, we can't continue... Um, the livelihood of hunting as we know it here in the United States is is under attack and it's um, something we can't ignore. And this is the off season, so instead of hunting, do something to support hunting uh, by giving financially and, and lending your voice. So let's talk about some new gear. So in the 
um, uh, optics uh, landscape or the product category. There's a, a thing called digiscoping where you're attaching your phone to your spotting scope or to a set of binos. And digiscoping has become very popular, especially if you're somebody that hunts out west. And if you've heard of phone scope, uh, that was sort of the originator in this space. And then a couple years ago, you had two new companies enter the space. Now, on PhoneScope, it's very sort of a plastic case with a plastic attachment point, I believe. With All-In and MagView, these are um, more magnetic in nature. And with uh, MagView, I believe it's uh, magnet and, and then steel on the, uh, the uh, eyepiece of your optic. With the all-in uh, device, it's magnet and magnet. And so a lot of people are doing this sort of thing. It's a great way to sort of uh, to, to use your spotting scope and to record you know, content of game that you're, you're watching, etc. But all-in has come out with a Nexus system called, uh, a system called Nexus. It's, it's a series of magnets on a tripod that allows you to, to put your spotting scope on very quickly, remove it, put your bino on, move, remove it quickly, or, and then slap on a uh, rifle rest, so or a rifle mount. So the idea here is, is speed and efficiency, right? You've got your tripod, you spot something with your spotting scope. Okay, I'm ready. Let's slap on the, uh, the rifle rest. And now you can uh, use your tripod in a, in a way that's uh, very efficient and effective. And um, so I think that's a really, for me, it's an interesting addition to the uh, hunting space and an addition, uh, an interesting evolution with, um, you know, with that, with the tripod to sort of allow it to, to be multi-use, which I think is the theme of a lot of hunting gear these days is how can I make this multiple use? So one of the, um, the next product that we'll get to in terms of sort of making that gear multiple, multifunctional is uh, a thing called Quick Sticks. So there's a company by the name of Wiser Precision. They have a, 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 a piece that goes on your trekking poles that allows your trekking poles to attach very quickly together. And your trekking poles become uh, a rifle rest. And so the it's sort of a male and female piece that re remain on the trekking poles. Well, what they've added to the... Um, Quick Sticks uh, piece is a, a clip adapter for your rifle. So it would sort of slide into the, the Quick Sticks piece so it creates more stability. Instead of just resting it on that, it's, it's really sliding in and cre creating a more stable rest for your Quick Sticks. So I thought that was a really neat addition because it's very, the way it goes on your rifle, it stays on your rifle and it's not big or cumbersome it's very streamlined and it's something that could be easily used in a situation where you're like okay I'm using my sticks I'm I see I want to get a quick shot off and I slide it right in and I'm ready to go and within that they've also added a bino adapter that wraps around your binos that also slides in on those um, on the quick sticks adapter and allows you to sort of use your sticks as you know as a tripod or as a way to glass and have some stability. So let's move, we're gonna move back into sort of that digiscoping space. Now, 
I mentioned All-In and I mentioned PhoneScope and MagView, but there's a new company called, a relatively new company called Scope Cam Adapter. And I thought what they created was interesting because it's a combination of a device that attaches to your the eyepiece of your spotting scope and it's universal. It slides and sort of cinches down. And then on your phone, you have a magnet that attaches to that. And so um, just interesting as this space continues to evolve and grow, you now have quite a few different entrants into the digiscoping space. So looking at um, sort of shooting, uh, another product that jumped out to me was uh, called Sight N1. It's from SightN1.com. And it the, the, what it is is that if you... Um, on your rifle, when you're sighting in your rifle, uh, maybe you use some sort of bore laser or you're, you're, you're using, it, it takes a, a few shots to start to figure out, okay, here's my hole. I need to move my um, turrets on my rifle scope up, down, left, and right. And you eventually create a center hole. And it might take quite a few rounds to get there. At least it does for me. So with a sight in one, you shoot and what you do is you um, put this adapter, you put this device on the end of your scope and you move uh, a little red dot to where the bullet hole was and then you move your um, turrets to that spot accordingly. And that gives you your, your center. It has effectively centered your, your shot using this device that puts a red dot or allows you to move the red dot to the bullet hole. So if you shot low left, then you move that red dot there. And on their website, they have a chart. So if you think about when you range your rifle, there's an arc of the bullet. Well, there's a chart. If you range in a particular cartridge, say for a 308 or for a 6.5 Creedmoor or whatever, and you range it, you sight it in at like, according to the chart, maybe 22 yards or 40, 40 yards, that is now zeroed in at 200 yards. And I think that that can come in really handy, that chart, because if you um, are someone that lives in a sort of an urban area and you don't have a lot and a lot of area, to, you don't have a 200-yard range to get your zero, you can use that chart and get your 200-yard 200 zero, 200 zero at 22 yards or 40 yards, or whatever that chart is dictating to you. You can use it that way. So I thought that was really interesting and can be helpful, especially for those of us that don't have a range where we're trying to get a zero in at, at, at 200 yards or, or further. So that was Sight N1. Now I'm gonna jump to archery. Uh, Marsupial Gear is a company that has created, uh, really started with a bino harness, in fact, on my on the Hunt Detail YouTube channel, you'll find a two-part bino harness review where I look at a bunch of different bino harnesses, including the Marsupial Gear, Badlands, Alaska Guide Creations, um, FHF, uh, Sitka, and um, the Marsupial Gear bino harnesses. It's a solid harness. It, it didn't come out as number one on my review, but. But what they've do, done is create a lot of different chest packs, a lot of different types of gear. And one of the things that they've recently come out with is a bow case. 
And I just really like the design of it because it's not flimsy in nature. It's, it, it is not a solid plastic, but it's not flimsy. It has compartments for your stabilizer. It has compartments for your arrows and quiver. It has um, other pouches that you could ostensibly use for to, to create your mobile bow shop. So for me, when, if I'm traveling out of state, I, I want, you know, obviously another release, a ra another rangefinder, broadheads, field points. I want uh, extra cables and strings, another peep sight, maybe other tools to, to make adjustments to my bow, my bow. Those are the things that I want with me. And so now my bow case is a mobile bow shop. I'm not saying that this is the only bow case of this nature. There might be other bow cases that you can find that have that are really well thought out and well designed. But for me, I really I, I might take a hard look at that because when I do travel, I just want to have everything together in one place and I just want to grab and go. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, I gotta grab this bag or this little duffel bag, and this is my little it, it would just be nice to have it all in one place so I can just if I do need it, it's there. So moving on to um, sleeping bags. So, um, I have a, I think it's Kelty sleeping bag. It's a 20 degree bag. I've used North face bags. I've used other bags and sleeping bags are, are pretty, you know, much, a lot, in a lot of ways, a commodity. You, you, you know, you got a 20, that is a 20 degree bag. You have zero degree bags. You have different fills like goose down or synthetic. And, and those are, you know, it, depending on what where you're hunting and the, the moisture content is going to dictate what what is sort of better for you in that regard if you want to use natural down and um, what what uh, peaks has created is it's called the solace sleeping bag and it has um, armholes in it and the idea is for those that hunt out west a lot of times when you're using a spotting scope you you might want to just stay in your bag and, and, and stay warm on that, on that mountainside, but also, you know, uh, use your spotting scope. And, and with those armholes, you're able to do that, or you're able to get other things without getting out of, completely out of your bag. And now this is a 15 degree bag. It's 850, 850 fill, hydrophobic goose down. And some of the other dynamics that they've done is they create a series of center zips that allow you to say maybe pull your legs out, but keep your upper core in the bag while you're uh, manipulating. It is hooded. The hood and the foot box both are uh, a little bit denser fabric, I believe, um, a little bit more water resistant because as a lot of times when you're camping, there's condensation that's built builds up on the walls of the tent. And if it, your head or your feet are touching that, that uh, tent, you're, you're ostensibly drawing in water into your sleeping bag. And so, you know, a lot of thought put into that, which was interesting in terms of trying to keep that moisture out of the bag or off the bag or have it slide off the, the, the head and the, the foot of the bag. The, um, I understand that the, the middle is more, uh, has a little bit more stretch material. So uh, might be a little bit more comfortable for those that, you know, that are bigger or whatever. It's not, it's, it's a mummy style, but it's not, constricting in, in the way a lot of times a mummy style bag can be. So I don't have an endorsement of it. I'm just think it's interesting to consider, especially if you're one of those that uh, want 
to sort of multi-purpose your sleeping bag in much the same way we've talked about with the quick sticks or some of these other other devices or these other these other pieces of gear. The last piece of gear we'll talk about is comes from Argali. Argali is a company out of Idaho that I believe it's out of Idaho that started with game bags. In fact, I did a a big game bag review uh, last year, looking at a bunch of di ranking different game bags. And uh, in fact, I have a cheat sheet for it. So check out that video or check out the cheat sheet. But Argali started out making game bags, and then he's uh, the founders evolved into creating knives and and uh, trekking poles and trekking pole attachments and some other things. And so he has a, a new box style stove that. Uh, for a lot of folks hunting in early spring or, or late fall when it gets really chilly or there's a lot of moisture, a box style stove can be nice because it helps you dry out your gear and obviously it's it's very comfortable and warm, it can warm your tent um, and it's sort of a new a product category that's sort of exploded quite a bit over the past few years and so with the box style stove, the one that they've created, the things that jump out to me is it looks very packable it weighs two pounds. It has titanium piping and titanium brackets, so uh, it's very light and strong. And with some of these other stoves out there, it just seems like you know they might be on the more fragile side. But uh, I think that that is something. And, it, and this stove will work pretty much with any any other tent that has sort of a stove jack uh, built into it. So you don't have to use it with the Argali tents. But uh, really. Um, interesting looking product there. Um, like I said, there's going to be a lot more new products and maybe we'll, we'll talk more about those as those come out uh, later this year and into summer. But uh, those are just some interesting new products that have popped up for me. Hope those are interesting to you. Please uh, like and subscribe uh, this channel. Share it with your friends. And I really appreciate your support and appreciate your time. All the best.